Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Josh. With me is my co-host, Cam. And this podcast is just to talk about everything relevant, pop culture, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, etc. I think that it's going to vary from week to week. I don't really know exactly what the format will be for sure. But this first episode is going to cover all the news that we got at DC Fandom since my big start was in DC stuff. That's where I kind of started all my coverage of stuff. But anyways, uh, Cam, how are you doing today? Yeah, hey, I'm pretty good and I'm pretty excited to get into Fandom. Um, I think it's a, a great place to start this uh, new endeavor. Yeah, a couple of disclaimers. Um, one, I think you didn't watch it either, but I did not watch this one live. Um, happened to be out I, of town. I saw, uh, I saw a lot of it live, yeah. Oh, I happen to be out of town, the whole thing. I just, all my knowledge is just from watching like the the clips on YouTube or re- reading articles and stuff. Like I didn't, like um, later we're going to talk about Batgirl and Blue Beetle and stuff. I didn't yeah. watch any of those panels or anything. So if I miss anything, that's why. That's all right. I mean, I saw uh, maybe about 60% of it live. I just had it on in the background while I was doing some other stuff. Yeah. And then the other thing is that we won't be covering literally everything. Like, obviously, there was a bunch of filler stuff from what I heard, like uh, like brand deals and, and stuff. Um, yeah. And then there's other stuff like Superman and Lois house tour. And I'm like, uh, I don't need to, to cover that. Or like the new look at Stargirl, which already aired for the Legends 100 episode thingy. Yeah, you know, stuff like yeah. that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We're just covering all the, all the news stuff. And then final thing is that I'm running from like the start of it to the end. DC on their website had like a list of everything in order when it was announced. So that's what I'm going on. Sweet. Sounds good. All right. So let's start with this Black Adam behind the scenes looking first scene. We got a really good sneak peek into like the making of it. A lot of cool concept art. We got concept art last year, but we got even more this time. Like our first look at Dr. Fate, some looks at Hawkman. We didn't get full suits for any of the Justice Society, but we got like enough, I think. And then The Rock shared us the first scene, which is uh, Adriana Tomas slash Isis going to Kondok and then Black Adam's there. And he like absolutely fries this dude. And don't know where you are with this one, but like between The Rock's enthusiasm, uh, just looks so much fun. I feel like it could easily go into like the Venom territory of like kind of can't be bad, but it could also be yeah. really solid. So I'm I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I mean, there was there was nothing in the first teaser, which, you know, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be bad. Um, I thought it, I thought it was fun. Um, and you're right. The Rock has been advocating for this project for like, you know, 14 years or something. I think it's like since 2007, he's been talking about Black Adam. Um, I I'll be honest. I, I don't think of The Rock when I read Black Adam in the comics. Um, he's, he's not who I would have chosen to portray him, but mm-hmm. I think this could still be really good because even if, you know, I, I don't think The Rock is, would be my first choice for Black Adam, he clearly has a lot of respect for the character and a lot of respect for the story. And um, just from what we've heard so far, it's definitely got the potential to be really, really good especially with those interactions with the Justice Society. And I mean, it's always a bonus that it's including, you know, Hawkman, my favorite superhero. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped to see it. 
The Rock is 90% carrying this for me because I can't have a bad time with them. I love him in the Fast and Furious stuff. I just love the, the personality of it all. He's over the top with it. And for a character that I'm not super like into as Black Adam, I'm, I'm hyped for it. I just, it's going to be either really dumb or really fun and, or even a mix of both. And I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah. I mean, I think my only trepidation is the thing with The Rock is that he ends up just playing The Rock in pretty much every film he's in, despite whatever, you know, the character's name is. It's always just The Rock playing The Rock. Um, I'm a little bit worried that he's going to bring the same thing to Black Adam and it's just going to be, it's not going to be Black Adam. It's just going to be, oh, that's that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, But I hope he, he immerses himself a little more in the character and differentiates it from other roles he's played yeah yeah no that I think he can it's just like is he going to go that far because we're going to talk about the League of Super Pets thing in a little bit that's just going to be the rock like that's the rock but this could easily deviate I just I'm so curious to see what they're doing with it also like what do you think the main villain's going to be because I don't think we've had an announcement yet I assume what the story will be is Black Adam trying to protect Kondok maybe with the JSA with him but I don't know who could be attacking conduct or anything like that. I actually think the story may be from, obviously from the point of view of Black Adam, but in an objective sense, Black Adam's the villain. Like I think he, he may be sort of anti-hero slash villain sort of thing in his own film. I think maybe the Justice Society are gonna be portrayed from his point of view as being mm. the villains but from like the point of view in universe the justice society are trying to i don't know stop black adam because i think you're right it may be some sort of crusade to protect conduct or something where he's willing to go to extreme lengths or, or you know to do villainous things to protect conduct and the justice society has to stop him but i think we might be seeing it from his point of view where we understand his motives more and and almost sort of start to really root for him um even though objectively what he's doing might be you know villainous that could be really interesting. I, I mean, I think from the previous fandom, like Concept Art teaser, they were implying that he was working alongside the JSA, but I could easily see like by the third act, them being opposed to each other. That that could yeah, be I really mean, fun because if they yeah. make Black Adam as powerful to fight all of them once and, you know. Perhaps, yeah, perhaps you're right. Perhaps they, you know, in the, in the second act sort of thing that he bands together with the, with the JSA to protect conduct, but maybe his actions become increasingly violent or sort of thing where they have to, you know, they decide to stop him, but he decides to go all the way through to, I don't know, protect, protect his citizens. Yeah, yeah, very fascinating. But to close that, really excited for Black Adam. It's coming out next summer, I think. So I'm ready yeah. for it. And then yeah. I need my I need him in Shazam three, so I need the I need the post credit scene to be him doing the the Shazam look or something. I don't know, who knows? But I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, I that's I think I'm probably weirdly more excited to see him go up against Shazam than I am to see him go up against JSA. Yeah, absolutely um right um so next we got the flash season eight we got the suit with the gold boots and i'm trying to stay positive this whole episode but the one thing is that i wish they would have dropped the the fan the trailer which they dropped a few days later for armageddon at fandom yeah that was uh that was an odd decision um even though the trailer 
I wasn't even really that impressed with. But yeah, having a whole segment, and I, I was there for the segment, having a whole segment just about the boots, I was like, oh, this kind of feels like you're stretching to fill the time here. It's, I mean, cool, but it's not that important. Yeah, like they, they do look pretty good though. I'm very excited for them. As much as, like as simple as it was, I'm very excited to see the full suit. Finally, after yeah. eight years. But yeah, I don't know. They could they could have dropped a lot more of most of these shows, but I'm not I'm not hating too much on it. Um Aquaman the Lost Kingdom, BTS look. We got new looks at like Black Manta's suit and Aquaman stealth suit and just like filming updates and stuff. Not too much to say with this one for me personally, but it does look like more of the same. And I really enjoyed the first one. So more of the same is good for me. That is how I felt as well. I was watching this behind the scenes videos. And for me, these could have been behind the scenes videos for the first film. I, mm -hmm. I didn't feel like there was anything there that really set this apart. Um, but you're right. I mean, the first film was fun. It was enjoyable. Um, so if it's going to be, you know, more of the same, I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, if they stretched it to a third film with more of the same, I might get a bit tired. But for a sequel, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, it like literally the even the villains are, I think are the same. Like I think it's Black Manta is the main villain with Ocean Master as the secondary instead of like the switch around the first time, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know, man. It'll be fun. I like Aquaman. Jason Momoa was just in Dune and he was like the best part of Dune for me. So um Yeah, happy. I I think I'm gonna be seeing that at some point this week. Um and I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> um Next, we got some updates on the Milestone Media stuff. I think there was a static shock thing, but I didn't see it on DC's yes. website, but they just kind of confirmed that it's still happening with Michael Jordan producing. But we did get a Milestone Media animated film announced. This isn't part of the 2022 animated slate, because I'm assuming this is one of those direct-to-video things. But so I don't know when it's coming out or what it even is going to be for sure, but I, it sounds interesting. Yeah. All that was said was um, they've got something coming based on Milestone Media. They didn't, they didn't say a single character or anything like that. So it is still very vague, but I mean, it's, it's a cool little tidbit of information um, for the future of the animated universes. Yeah, it's just exciting to get in more like obscure superheroes because DC is really good with, with utilizing obscure C-list, D-list, B-list characters and and utilizing them well like think of the suicide squad great yeah example. i mean i was just about to say uh, think of aquaman king of atlantis <laughs> oh yeah yeah that as well there's so much that they do really well so i'm excited for it i just don't know much about it yeah i'm also very unfamiliar milestone characters because i think they went out of print or at least they stopped making new stuff for a long time like early on yeah um yeah. They're, they're back in print now but um i think that only started either last year i think or or the year before right yeah but anyways it is exciting suicide squad killed the justice league trailer watch this um i would have liked a gameplay gameplay trailer more because i always when it comes to video games i would prefer to see a little bit of gameplay but the story still looks fun um it's cool to see characters like john stewart's green lantern up in this joint looks fun like that the penguin bit at the end was good and then i'm also like, I get it at this point that they're, it's only next-gen consoles, but I am a little upset that I can't uh, get it on the last-gen, because I don't know if I'm ready to upgrade completely yet. 
to PS5 and stuff. Yeah, it just becomes a bit of a slog always having to get the newest console to play any of these things. Um, right. I mean, I'm not happy with that. I mean, that's not what we're here to talk about, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not happy with that. But yeah, the trailer I thought was was okay. Um, I I still don't really feel like it fits in the Arkham universe at all, but it still looks like it's going to be a fun game. Yeah, nothing nothing crazy, but I'm just excited to get DC games. I don't think we've gotten like a a big DC game since Arkham Knight. No, you know, I I think you're right. I, I don't think we've got a big DC game since Arkham Knight. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then we're getting two next year because it lined up well, so I'm excited. Um, Peacemaker trailer, first look at the John Cena spinoff for the Suicide Squad. Uh, Going to be covering this one on the, the DC TV Center Instagram a lot, so I'm excited for it. But first trailer was good. Uh, Jokes, hit or miss, story seems like how you'd expect, and the team looks fun. There's nothing crazy exciting about it. But I really like the Suicide Squad. I really like John Cena's character, and I'm really ready for it. I'm just, it's it's the perfect example of like, yes, this isn't like crazy exciting, but I'm still I'm still happy it exists. Yeah, I mean, the trailer wasn't amazing for me. Um, I think the costumes are great. I mean, Peacemaker's costume, Vigilante's costume, and all that. Um, the things that really stood out to me the most was how it looks like they're translating um, comic book peacemakers feud with his father into the TV and updating it a bit, um, into the TV show, sorry, and, and updating it a bit. Because um, obviously, I mean, in the comics, peacemaker's father is a, is a Nazi um, and not like some sort of neo-Nazi. He, he's, because it's set, you know, in the 70s and the 80s, he, he was actually a real Nazi. Um, mm. And there's a whole lot of conflict going on there because Peacemaker is sort of haunted by an apparition of his Nazi father who, you know, berates him all the time as never being good enough um, and all this sort of thing. And he's got that really difficult dynamic with his dad in the comics. And it sort of looks like they have updated that to fit the show um, where it looks like he's got a very difficult relationship with his dad. And I'm just really happy they're going to explore that because it's a big part of his character in the comics and i i can't wait to see what the updated version of that looks like in the tv show yeah. it looks it looks like a really solid adaptation i know i haven't read the comic like you have but nothing looked crazy bad um vigilante did feel like a little bit of a deadpool spoof which is fine because it was fun but i don't know like i don't there was nothing out here that was like breaking news for peacemaker but i'm, I'm still excited for yeah. it if there's, if there's two things that I want to see in the show, um, first, I want to see his complete arsenal because he's got um, his, his thing in the comics is he's got not just his own weapons, but he's got his own almost fleet of aircraft. Like he's got his own jet, his own helicopter, his own jet pack. Like he's got, and all almost like Batman does, he's got like the Peacemaker helicopter and the Peacemaker plane and all that. <laughs> um yeah that would be a lot of fun i they have they have good potential with this one i just you got to see how it goes you know with the comedy because like stuff like the the butthole stuff in the van was just not not for me very felt flat yeah yeah um yeah (laughs) 
DC's League of Super Pets teaser, it was a 50-second oh, key joke. I think, yeah, I think that's going to carry through that sort of humor throughout the series. Um, hopefully, it's not overbearing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was talking on more bad humor with this League of Super Pets teaser, which is a key joke. Um, kids movie, stack cast, looks like an Illumination movie. Uh, not much to say, just it looks fine for what it is. Oh, yeah, sorry. I think um, I must have must have cut out there again. Um, yeah, the League of... Oh, hold up. One second. All right, update number two. If we have technical difficulties, that will be a thing, but don't worry about it. Don't, don't flex. Don't, uh, don't sweat it. I was going to say don't flex, but don't sweat it. Uh, anyways, thoughts on the the 52nd League of Super Pets thing that's coming out next year. Yeah, um, I, we just spoke about The Rock, um, and I think you're right about this. It's, it's just going to be a, a rock and heart movie. I mean, except it's going to be animated and they're going to look like the Super Pets, but I, I expect no different from any of the other comedies that they've made in the past. Yeah, it's not exactly higher animation studio type it's definitely illumination maybe dreamworks type beat but it'll be fine i don't mind you know like i'm not hating on the teen titans go movie was fun so maybe this will be yeah. fun too well and that yeah. one was also like a very lowbrow family kids type humor but the one thing that made me mad about this is that they have a trailer that they're dropping next month for this and again it's like unless the animation was all unfinished which i feel like if you had uh, fandom states that for a long time you would try to get your at least a little bit of a teaser done like drop it at fandom right um it doesn't make sense all these spaced out um information dumps when they literally had their themed comic-con earlier in the month right it's bizarre and i don't understand why it, yeah anyways moving on Doom Patrol season four was announced. Um, just makes me happy because I love me yeah. some Doom Patrol. So having said that, I am kind of getting a little tired of Robot Man um, uh, in this season. He yeah. just seems to, unlike the other characters, which seem to be growing. I mean, Jane is growing. Larry's growing. Rita is definitely growing. Um, Cliff just seems to be staying the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only big gripe about season three, but I feel like everything else has been really good. I think just him oh, yeah. being one note was the only major thing that I've disliked. Yeah, have you, I mean, have you seen the, the latest episode? No, no. I can't, so I yeah, guess I can't get into uh, it too much. Yeah, I, I mean, I obviously, I won't spoil it, but um, it is much of the same. Nice. Uh, the Flash movie teaser is a big one. Um, I we didn't get any like behind the scenes look at the flash, like pretty much no panel for it from what I saw. It was just Ezra Miller coming on and being like, hey, look at this flash teaser. And then we get it and it delivered. Um, I certainly get excited when I hear Danny Elfman's Batman cues and seeing Michael Keaton's bat suit and Ben Affleck's cow on the ground and whatever's going on with Supergirl and the new flash. Everything is there for me. I know it can be messy and I know it could easily be bad, but I'm still really excited. Yeah, uh, for me, I don't really think that the trailer did too much. I mean, I think I was expecting to see 
a lot more. Um, I think I was expecting maybe to see even Supergirl maybe in action just for a brief shot or something like that. Um, I mean, I, I liked what we saw, but I don't know. I was just left wanting a little more. Yeah, I could feel that. I we At this point, because it's coming out next year and they're done filming, we could have gotten close to a full trailer. Like, think what the Batman did with 25% of their footage done, right? You know, we yeah. got like that. We got a full, pretty much, trailer. I agree. But at the same time, I'm a simple man. And when I see Michael <laughs> Keaton Batman, it makes me happy. That's, yeah. No, that's... Like, that's there's a difference between them announcing Michael Keaton's Batman coming back, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. And then me seeing Michael Keaton's Batman with Danny Elfman's Batman cues, because that music was like the Batman music I grew up on. Mm, it's the best. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that aspect of it. And I'm just, I'm curious to see, they're like, I'm assuming this other Flash is like the reverse Flash, what I'm hearing. And I'm curious to see what their spin on that is. Yeah, I mean, I've seen... It, I've seen this written so much online um, and not just in like comments under posts and stuff, but I've even seen articles saying, oh, maybe this is the Red Death. And I'm just like, this is absolutely not Red Death. It is, right. If anything, it's going to be reverse flash, but this is 100% not Red Death. Not even to start with the fact that Red Death is actually Bruce Wayne, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's fascinating. I think, I mean, I'm very accustomed to reverse flash using a variety of faces. Sometimes a face too much you know so i'm cool with ezra miller playing the villain and reverse flash using barry's face to like maybe kill barry's mother like that would be kind of twisted yeah it definitely would be i mean as, as long as it's just not tom Kavanagh, as much as i love him playing the reverse flash again uh <laughs> i'll be happy um the other thing is that i think they're from what i can tell what they're doing with the two batman is that I think what they might do is that Ben Affleck is like there at the beginning. And then he, when Flash does the Flashpoint or whatever they're doing, it changes to Michael Keaton's Batman. That's when he knows something is up or whatever. And then when he goes back, when he fixes everything and defeats reverse Flash, the question is, will it be Michael Keaton's Batman in the DCU or still Ben Affleck's Batman? Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair guess. And I'm actually really hoping that it stays as Ben Affleck's Batman, but I think it's likely that they might change it to Keaton. Yeah, because I think it's going to be kind of a little bit of a twist on the Flashpoint comic where they change it to Thomas Wayne and then it reverts back to Bruce Wayne. But that one had more emotional yeah. significance. I don't think this one will. But I'm, I'm still curious to see what they're doing with it. And I'm not super opposed to Michael Keaton being Batman. Like, I'm um, I mean, I mean, shit, we're getting an old Bruce Wayne for Titans three seasons on. It's it's manageable. But I would prefer a younger Batman. But that's what we have Robert Pattinson for. Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose so. Um, I just, I'm just worried about how Michael Keaton's Batman would interact in the larger DCEU. Like, for instance, with Cavill's Superman, if we ever see Cavill's Superman again. But, you know, maybe let's say with Momoa's Aquaman or, or, or Shazam or something like that. I'm just not sure how Keaton's Batman interacting with them in any sort of team-up sense would work that's completely fair i would have to see how it works i don't know because ben affleck's batman was already late into his career so it wouldn't be a huge shift in terms of like the place where batman's at but it definitely no. is a shift in age yeah yeah i don't know i don't know uh i i would love to see him do a batman beyond though can you imagine michael keaton doing a batman beyond with a 
a Terry McGinnis. That would be so dope. That would be that would be sick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would love that in the in the '89 verse too. Yeah. Make it, give it that Tim Burton gothic aesthetic, and I'm in, I'm here for it with a little bit that, of yeah, neo-futurism. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, first look at Lucifer and the Sandman. Just a character poster, but I'm excited. I'm excited for Sandman. This was another thing I was disappointed we didn't get more for. I mean, Sandman is. I think they're, they're, they're either they're finished or they're reasonably far along. Um, I was kind of hoping we might see a little more of the show, but we didn't. The one thing I get, I get the Sandman not showing stuff if it's because Netflix wants to hold on to it for it themselves. Yeah. Because Netflix that, showed that the first look at Netflix showed the first look at To Dumb and Netflix typically doesn't want to show the trailer until like a couple months before the series drops. So if we're like still half a year off from seeing the season, there's no way they would show like a trailer or anything. And we've gotten a few behind the scenes looks already. So if we didn't got the thing at Tadam, I would have been more disappointed, but I I wasn't super upset by that for the sole reason of it's not really entirely Winter Brothers property. I, I think you might be right in that it might be a, a rights thing with Netflix wanting to hold on to it. But, you know, I, I love the Sandman. So <laughs> I, I just, I just wanted to see more. I'm yeah. excited. I expect it might be similar with the CW. That's maybe why they didn't want to show a ton of stuff because CW wants to hold on to it for its own. But in that case, I feel like CW would get a lot more recognition if they showed it at fandom, where Netflix can easily thrive on its own. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm. But like like we've said in the past, the CW is is hardly um, good at marketing. <laughs> They're marketing geniuses. Just look at Black Lightning. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what's next? Blue Beetle behind the scenes look. I did not see the panel so i don't know what's going on with it but i do know that i saw the concept art and the suit looks really cool if it's translated well enough and then i saw cord industries in the back and that got me excited too yeah i i didn't see this panel either but um it's all good stuff from from what i saw afterwards yeah i i'm i'm excited i'm ready for a few hbo max movies a year yeah i i'm here for it i like little smaller characters getting the spotlight and if the only way to do that is through HBO Max, then that's perfectly fine with me. Yeah, so be it. I mean, I think if they start releasing these HBO Max live action films the same way that they have a release schedule for their animated films, I think that'll be really good. Yeah, um, it'll be it'll be good. We got the Gotham Knights trailer, another story trailer, which again, I did think we saw gameplay when they first announced it back in fandom 2020 so we have yeah, we seen did. gameplay from this one i would have liked to see a little more just because i want to see how all the characters handle and how different they like really play but the trailer looks cool i love court of owls i'm excited for more court of owls uh i like the behind the scenes panels that they show where they like talking about just the the court of owls coming to fruition a couple years ago now they've already been translating so many ways and how cool it is and they even showed mm. a little clip from gotham Everything looks pretty fun. And they also didn't announce it was just next gen console, which also got me excited or gave me hope, you know. So I'm 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 here for it as well. Yeah, I mean I preferred this trailer to the um Suicide Squad Kill Justice League one because maybe because I'm I'm almost more invested in this story. It looks really good. And and I don't just mean like the design, because the 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 outfits and stuff look great and the talons look great and the court looks good. But I'm also 
really interested in the fact that this seems like it's not just going to be, you know, like a, an FPS. I think this is going to be almost like a mystery game as well. And I'm excited for that aspect. Yeah, it's it's really exciting. And I just, I like to see all these different characters getting hint. It could go bad. It could go like the Avengers game from last year where you have like this big ensemble and it just doesn't work. But it could also go really well. I'm excited to see. I really want them to differentiate each Bat family member with their own unique playing style. Like uh, Batgirl should not feel like Robin in playing style, you know? Yeah. I so, think they've chosen, they've definitely chosen characters who are very different that you can do that with. Um, and I, yeah, I hope it follows through in the, the way they feel as you play them. Right. Uh, next up, we got a bunch of animated stuff. We basically got the whole slate for next year, which is exciting. First off, we're getting Catwoman Hunted in February. You have the trailer for that. Uh, trailer didn't do a ton for me. Uh, it's cool to see DC anime. I really liked Batman Ninja. I don't know. I feel like the general consensus that people didn't love Batman Ninja, but I thought it was dope. So I'm excited for more DC anime. It's just that this one didn't do a ton for me. It looked a little just a kind of cheap Catwoman movie. That's that. right. I mean, just on Batman Ninja, I was with it until they started mech fighting. And then I was like, what in the hell is going on? But it oh, was I loved all of fun. <laughs> um, the, with this Catwoman one, I think it's going to be a little, a little more grounded than, than Batman Ninja. But um, I'm actually really excited to see Batwoman. I love Kate Kane, and I'm excited to see her. Yeah, especially because we're not getting Kate Kane in the, the live-action universe right now, so we can see her in the exactly. animated universe. Uh, in the spring, we are getting the DC Showcase Collection, which is the shorts that we've been struggling to watch unless you buy the Blu-rays or whatever for these the slate this year. So I'm excited yeah. that they're releasing all that in a bunch, and that also comes with the Constantine, the House of Mystery thing, which did not, I don't think it's coming with Injustice. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about that release. Um, that would confuse me too. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see it, but yeah, I, I think that might be next year. I do I do wish they would just release them on YouTube or something though, because they're not that long, and it's not like they're the groundbreaking material. But I, I get wanting the extra money, but like I would also just love to watch these when they come out. I would say just chuck them on HBO Max. Oh right? yeah. Yeah, like that's a pretty fun weekly exclusive whenever it's like, hey, we got a new DC short. Yeah. You know? Um, in the spring, we are also getting Teen Titans Go and DC Superhero Girls Mayhem in the Multiverse. I think we got a little clip from it too. Uh it doesn't look crazy good. And then I also I found it weird. They were playing on the idea of it, but it's weird that like the superhero girls don't recognize them because they like had crossovers on TV before. But I also have a weird fondness for both of these shows as like juvenile as they are. And I will be mm. watching this one. The, the superhero girls, both the TV show and the, the, the three or four movies that come with it, uh, mm -hmm. is actually a corner of the DC universe, which I haven't yet seen. Obviously, as, I, as I'm watching my way through every DC movie ever, I'll, I will watch them soon. But yeah, that's, that's something that I'm not familiar with at the moment. Yeah, no, they're, they're fun enough. They're fun enough. I like, it's, it'll be fun. And then also multiverse in the title is fun. Like what else could we see? Yeah. Could we see the original Teen Titans animated thing? Cause they keep bringing back that one Robin. They're using him for like yeah. all the fandom stuff. And like, just bring back the original show for a little bit. 
It's either that or it crosses over with live action Titans and gets infected by the blue filter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love my animated Titans to be blue. Just smurf <laughs> it up. Uh, in the summer, we're getting a Green Lantern Beware My Power animated movie. This one's exciting because I, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we've gotten like a, a Green Lantern, Soul Green Lantern movie since 2011 in any capacity. Um, we've had those two. Um, so obviously we had the, the live action film, but we have had two Green Lantern animated films. One of them was the anthology, though, um, which had a whole lot of different Green Lantern stories all in one. But didn't that I, come I out? Remember the, didn't that come out pre Green Lantern 2011? Uh, yeah, I was just about to say that. I can't remember what its release date was. Well, First Flight came out in 2009, which I remember watching. Yeah. And then Emerald Knights, which I think is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Came out in 2011 as well. So we literally have not got a Green Lantern movie since 2011. Oh, it's the same, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, then, yeah, we haven't. Um, so this is a much-needed uh, a much needed exploration of the Green Lantern Corps because they're such a huge part of the DC universe. But, I mean, aside from Jade on Stargirl, we have not had a Green Lantern in a decade. Yeah, and then this one's also good because I think this is the one film that is connected to or going to connect to uh the justice society movie and the superman movie in that universe because the other ones look like all anthology type things or not anthology but like standalone things yeah no i, I get what you mean um yeah. i'm actually thinking that it, this they're kind of developing this universe very slowly um i kind of expected them to put out a few more in this universe that they're building i'm not complaining i like having a bunch of different Things. like I enjoyed having Batman soul the dragon that was a lot of fun and even the novelty of injustice was good and the long Halloween the novelty of that was good and so oh I'm, yeah no I mean don't get me wrong I, I like all the you know the the exploration to other corners of the universe but I just I truly thought that they'd have a little bit more focus on this if they were going to develop it as a coherent universe yeah we'll have to see what they do it's very interesting I am going to use this one to really quick again talk about how HBO Max you have a Green Lantern show coming out. You could have talked about it in the four-hour presentation that you did for the fans. And you also could have talked about any of the other shows that you had in development, such as the Justice <laughs> Bizarre TV. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, that stuff's dead by now. Like, it's obviously dead. They <laughs> haven't, like, confirmed it. But, like, even stuff they've announced very recently, like Satana or Constantine, just got nothing. So I was very confused why we couldn't get anything from those. Yeah, we, we got, I mean, notwithstanding the Green Lantern show, you're right, we got zero on the Justice League Dark. And yeah, they've announced, uh, or, or it's been rumored to be announced, um, almost, I think it's like four different shows, like a Madame Xanadu, a Zatanna, a Constantine, um, Justice League Dark, the whole, like the whole nine yards. And then, yeah, just yeah. dead silence. And then the Green Lantern one stinks particular because they have cast casting already they've already cast yeah. two of the lanterns like they're that far into development that you could at least confirm on a public space that like hey we're doing green lantern because all we've got is articles from news sources we haven't really got an official press release from them about no. the show so it just seems messy yeah yeah but yeah because like even marvel if they had a show coming out like they're they're gonna announce hey iron heart's coming out in a couple years Here's a cast thing for it. We don't get that with DC, and it's a little upsetting. Because, yeah. 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 So, anyways, that's my little rant there. Continuing on, 
Battle of the Super Sons CG animated movie. So new new style. A little nervous about that because it's a direct-to-video thing. And direct-to-video, like full-on CG, can be a little messy. But it's cool to see these two characters get the spotlight. And in like a little Batman vs Superman spoof. It could be quite fun. Or it could be really, really trashy. Uh, and I'm, I mean, I'm hoping it's the former. But I wouldn't be surprised if this flopped. Right. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows with um, what's going on there? It's I'm, I'm most nervous about the animation, to be honest, because it's one of their first CG things, because I don't think they've done one in a long time since like Beware the Batman type days. All that Green Lantern series. Right. Um, and those did not look great. That was oof, yeah, that was uh, almost nauseating to watch. Yeah, so here's hoping it looks better. Um, and then finally, this isn't new per se, but we're getting Batman the Long Halloween Deluxe Edition, which is going to be like both the movies combined on 4K in next fall, which is exciting. I just, it'll be cool to see. I might watch it because I'm curious to see how they combine the cuts, like how that flows. Yeah, I don't have a lot of hope. <laughs> right. But I don't know. I think the slate is solid. There's nothing great. I think I'm most excited for the Green Lantern movie, just because I want more Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, I think if anything, I'm most excited to see this Constantine House of Mysteries. Yeah, like, but the other thing is that they're they're doing lesser known character, not lesser known, but like characters that no one normally like, get the spotlight: Catwoman, Green Lantern, Super Sons, you know, etc. One second. Okay, as I was saying, it's cool to see like all these not lesser known, but like lesser focused on characters like Green Lantern and Catwoman and the Super Suns getting spotlight instead of last year where we got, or this year, I mean, where we got Batman movie, two more Batman movies, um, basically a Justice League movie, et cetera. Yeah. And then of course the, uh, the Bat Family TV show. So. The Bat Family TV show. Um, Batman Unburied, we got more casting. Gina Rodriguez is Barbara Gordon, Sam Witwer is the Harvester. Emma River Lantman is Kel, Jessica Marie Garcia is Renee Montoya, and Jim Peary is Arnold Flass. Uh, again, don't have too much to say about this one, but I do want to check out these podcasts because it's not interesting. I just haven't gotten on the other one that came out, Batman. Um, I even forget what it's called, but the one that came out on HBO Max recently. No, I, I know the one you're talking about. I can't remember the name either. Um, but I just want to say just on this, I'm loving how much attention Renee Montoya is getting. Um, she's oh, on yeah. podcasts, she's on Batwoman um obviously she was in the birds of prey i just i i really like her as a character and i'm glad she's becoming more mainstream batman the audio adventures is what it's called that's the one yeah that's it yeah so i'm gonna check those out at some point i just need to get on it i september was a busy month when it came out so but yeah i don't know it's cool who's the harvester he seems very obscure i know a lot about batman and i don't think I've heard of him or her <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah, but they got Sam Whitworth who plays Darth Maul to do the Harvester voice. So I don't know who he is, but he already sounds pretty menacing. Yeah, it, it sort of reminds me of Scarecrow just because Harvest and shit like that. But um, it may be a brand new villain. I'm actually going to have to research it. Yeah. Next up, we had Batgirl behind the scenes look. Again, didn't watch the panel. Don't know what really they announced. I do saw they, they had like a really far concept art shot, which was cool. 
Um, and then they also were like confirmed that she had red hair, which is a thing that I need to address. I we should not care if a comic character has the correct color hair at this point. Like, guys, it's an adaptation. But I don't know if that makes people happy. That's cool with me. I think it's it might just be it might just be revealed as part of a a larger reassurance that they are you know doing a, a faithful adaptation just to reassure people generally because I mean if you look like how as I was saying yeah I think it's it's just like a like a reassurance as part of a larger picture because if they reveal little things like they'll have the same hair color or they'll wear a similar costume or something like that I think it helps bring people on board um with the film or the adaptation or whatever and I think it helps instill confidence that oh this x character that I really like is going to be treated with care um because I think you're right it's not a big thing like in and of itself it doesn't really matter but I think it's one of those things that they reveal to sort of almost promise their audience that you know we're we're, we're doing this in a way that you guys are going to appreciate how we're treating the character I see where you're coming from from there but to me it reads as like because everyone the way people hide around like race swapping characters they get mad that like they call it like ginger side where like all the redhead gets turned into um or get race swapped into black characters you know it's yeah, not iris that, yeah. and that's what it read as to me and i'm like guys mm, no that does not matter it is okay like as long as the costume yeah looks like Batgirl and she seems like Batgirl it is fine but that's yeah, what it, it could, read as to I me. mean it, it could be that I just I it, that wasn't immediately what I read it as I just sort, sort of saw it as like a you know we've got this sort of thing we know what we're doing sort of thing yeah but other than that was cool and then another thing they announced a cast member like a day after and again it's like could announce that at fandom <laughs> I don't understand, man. I don't even know. I didn't watch any of it, so maybe it was different. But for me, it reads like they just like glazed over everything and didn't like was very like not too in depth with stuff. Yeah, I think it it, it actually was like that. The bits that I saw were kind of like that, and it did feel like there was a lot of filler. For instance, you had um, Flula Borg who played Javelin in Suicide Squad singing an Aquaman song for like three minutes, and I'm like, okay um whatever yeah I don't know they could have done I it was kind of boring at times because of how long it went but the the Disney investor day thing from last year where they just go on and on just announcing projects saying where everything's at like that's what I needed from DC just like yeah don't give me failure just give me everything that's going on give me some trailers just update me can it be a little dull because you're announcing everything at once and it's like an overload but yeah maybe I don't know but that's what I wanted. It's not what we got, though. Yeah, I think they're trying to make it sort of fun and more fan-engaged, but it's like a lot of people aren't tuning into it for that, and they're just tuning into it to find out news about things that they like. Exactly. And then I think I liked last year as well, even though it went all day, they had a schedule of panels, right? This one did yeah. not have panels because they didn't have time because it was four hours. Where last time they had like an hour dedicated to the Suicide Squad. I think they... Could, they should have at least released a schedule at some point with what things were doing 
instead of just one yeah. big stream. Uh, anyways, more super happy news. Titan season four announced. Um, obviously, if you guys know us, Titan is our favorite DC show. And <laughs> I'm just so ready for round four. I think that it's very optimistic, does a great job focusing on the Titans. And I wish we could see a little more of the, the Batman characters. I know we see a little bit of them, but I would love to see yeah. a lot more focus in season four. Honestly, I'm I'm impressed with the with the Raven and the Beast Boy dynamics. It just really reminds me of um, you know some some of those recent comics like Raven Raven loves Beast Boy or whatever that really just bring them together. Oh, and yeah. honestly, I'm just so impressed with the cinematography that I was looking on Amazon the other day where I could get a pair of blue tinted glasses because I just wish I could see the world as they do. <laughs> I love Titans. <laughs> Um, that's all I gotta say on that Harley Quinn uh got a little BTS look they're apparently not done with the animation it's coming out in 2022 which is fine you know I liked what they did because they're like hey we're not completely done but here's a look as close as we can do the thing though is that the comic that came out a little bit ago that I made a post about the E-Fang Kill Tour it sounds like that's um might be the subtitle for this season okay yeah I didn't see this panel so um, this news is new to me yeah, but we just got a little look at Harley Quinn. Nothing crazy. Uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are on the run together, from what it looks like. Uh, we got a little bit of updates on Batman Cape Crusader. Just they brought in all the heavies: J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, uh, Bruce Tim to talk about the show. They're talking about how it's got like a '40s aesthetic, um, not really black and white. There's like elements of Batman the animated series. Um, it really just dives into Batman. Everything just sounds cool. Like this is the first animated thing that I'm really excited for from DC. Yeah, I mean, if they if they follow through on what they've announced so far, this could easily be just as good as Batman animated series. Yeah, it sounds cool. It sounds super cool. Um, it sounds really cool. I and doesn't even have to be like like Batman the animated series wasn't adult. It was for kids, but it was so cool. I want this to be the same thing. I'm really excited for it. Okay. Um, Young Justice Phantoms got a surprise drop of the first two episodes. Well, as a trailer, don't have much to say on this. I don't think you do either because we're both terribly behind on Young Justice. Yeah, but I do just want to say, randomly releasing the first two episodes was seemed like a bit of a wild decision. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do the Cloverfield thing. Remember, Cloverfield was like, "Hey, a new Cloverfield movie exists, and it comes out right after the Super Bowl." I remember yep. that one year don't do that i don't like that um i don't know if people do like that like i think there's a novelty of it that's cool but like most of the time it's like it's like no just market it i'd rather just i mean i can't for it yeah i can't imagine that after fandom or maybe even during fandom or whatever immediately fans were like oh my god that's it i've got to you know cancel everything else for the rest of the day i'm sitting down to watch tv it's like uh, yeah people aren't aren't like that like yeah. people what if you drop it immediately people won't some people will but largely people will be like oh um i guess i'll see that this weekend yeah. or something and then the trailer was like quite corny it was like an old cartoon network trailer where they had like a, a voiceover guy talking about it and it, it just yeah. it came it was yeah but i'm still excited for young justice whenever i catch up with it like i'm it seems really interesting i just i'm terribly behind mm-hmm yeah same another thing i completely missed so i don't have much to say on it but dmz the new ava duvernay not exactly dc universe show 
had some behind the scenes stuff, I think, and just shared details about it. Just wanted to mention it and I'm excited for it whenever it does drop, which I thought was going to be this year. Yeah, well, it, it was originally announced to be this year. It's about bloody time that they drop that because that's been on the back burner for years, I think. It's, I think it's been in production, well, not production, but it's been in at least pre-production for maybe the last two or three years. Yeah. Uh, another kind of not Ava DuVernay thing, Naomi first look. We got a little, a little tease of that. I saw people were disappointed in this. I thought it was kind of cool. You know, she just, you get to see a little bit of her life and then Superman comes by. It's exciting. I'm excited to see what's going on. I don't, it wasn't crazy. It was like the Peacemaker trailer. Nothing crazy. Yeah. But it still teased me. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I mean, I, as I said with the Flash trailer and all that, I would have liked to see a bit more, but you know, it's, it's enough to tide me over for now until, when is it? January or February next year? Yeah. I think it's actually mid season 2022, which might be like yeah, middle. Bye, Good. All right. And the, the other thing about Naomi was I was curious to see, is this Tyler Hecklin Superman? Because from what I understand, she starts off not on the main Earth Prime, just like in the comics or mm -hmm. whatever. So yeah. is this is this they're gonna change it so she's like on Earth Prime from the start and like get rid of the multiverse stuff? What's going on here? You know? I I really hope they don't get rid of the multiverse stuff because it is so integral to her character that I don't think they could do her story justice without including those aspects. Um, I think they are going to include those aspects because remember, sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but um, okay. remember the villain um, has been, uh, was announced as part of the cast list um, and the villain is from her earth. Um, and so I think they're going to keep it. Do the other DC heroes like have counterparts on earth though that we see in the no. comics that's where that that's mean. that's where i'm a little interested you know i'm interested i don't know i don't know what's going on with it but it looks cool it's shot cool too like i like the skateboard scene yeah i mean the 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 thing about naomi's earth is it is not actually like it's multiversal but it's not part of the known multiverse it's like an outlier um it's completely random, never been charted, and it's not part of the 52 Earths in the multiverse. Hmm. Interesting. It, I think it is a little soon to like be reopening the multiverse and Arrowverse. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's important for Naomi. Yeah, and I think you can do it in such a way that you don't have to revisit, you know, like the Arrowverse multiverse because her Earth is so distinct from, from the, the regular comic multiverse. Right. And then maybe we'll get Stargirl on the crossovers too, if they reopen it, which will be interesting. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods BTS look. This was really cool considering it comes out not next year, but the year after how much footage we got and how much behind the scenes mm. stuff we got. Uh, everything looks fun enough. I am a big fan of the first Shazam. So as much as like the, the three sisters look like kind of goofy villains and it's going to be out there. I'm still really excited for this one. And Helen Mirren as a villain is fun. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I like the behind the scenes look. And this is one of those films where when they say, oh, it's going to be just as fun or just as funny as the original, I'm actually really happy about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am too. It's going to be, it's going to be good. That's the one thing I can praise oh, DC fandom for in terms of, <laughs> you good? 
we lost him again. Hold up one second. How much have we got to go? Uh, we are back. Um, we're at the very end of it. Sorry that there's a bunch of behind the scenes and or not behind the scenes technical difficulties and we're pausing. It's my bad. Anyways, uh, Shazam, fear the gods. Do you have anything else to really say? Yeah, I uh, I don't uh, don't know where I cut off last time, but um, I was just saying, yeah, that I hope this is just as fun and just as entertaining as the original film because, yeah, I, I really like that. It's one of my top ten sort of DC movies, I think. Um, yeah, probably me too. Um, what was I gonna say? The the thing about DC fandom, they didn't show a lot of things and they kind of left a lot of things out and there's a lot of filler, but from the BTS looks that we got for like the main big movies i liked all of them i thought they were really well done yeah yeah i think that's a pretty fair assessment i mean yes i wish we got more in quite a few of them like we saw more but yeah i was happy with what i saw yeah and then yeah especially shazam's coming a long way from now so to see already so much from what they got is cool to see and even like location teasing everything was cool i was i'm excited for it mm-hmm. uh pennywhere season three they Left this to the last because it's one of the best news. Pennywise season three is coming to HBO Max late 2022. The first two seasons are coming to HBO Max early 2022. Um, underrated show, slept on show. Season two wasn't as good as season one, but I'm still excited. I still think people should watch this one and that it's a little gem. And I'm excited for it to come to HBO Max because people actually watch it now. Yeah. Um, and then we've got more of a chance of it continuing. Um, right. Because I was nervous, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, we, it was kind of kind of ambiguous because we heard that Jack Bannon, I think, said, oh, filming season three. But then we had like no announcement of season three. Um, so it was kind of ambiguous what was going on. But I'm glad that it's, you know, solidified now. Yeah. And then the other thing is that they didn't announce this at Fandom, but on the Pennyworth like social media account, they did confirm that it is still going to Epics. So everything that from that report from a couple like i don't know months ago or however long it was about it being like a deal between the two things and they would air on both uh channels is still true yeah so that's cool i'm I'm just excited man i can't wait for this to drop and people to watch this one because that helps like harley quinn a lot i remember harley quinn kind of blew up when it hit hbo max and i think doom Mm -hmm. patrol did similar so i'm I'm excited for this one to get the similar treatment and And, then i'm glad picking up from that cliffhanger ending yeah yeah that's crazy then the last thing thing we all we all waited for the batman Titans. Trailer. oh no wait oh shit yeah sorry titan <laughs> season five announced um my bad <laughs> the batman trailer comes um it's it's packed full of stuff new looks at catwoman penguin riddler i don't need to break down everything but i'm just going to share my quick thoughts is that it looks freaking amazing everyone is saying that but Man, it, like, visually, it looks so cool. Um, I'm just excited to see the early version of Batman. It's got a nice blend of every previous Batman. Everything looks really dope. Uh, just, I'm just excited. I don't know what to say. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I love how this reminds me equally of um, Christian Bale's Dark Knight and also um, little bits of Ben Affleck's batman right and even just a little bit of keaton's in there with mm-hmm. sort of like the gothic nature of, of of the tone yeah no it does it's like it's it's cool blend every and then it's not even like 
like even stuff that's very early on in Batman, you know, you get the full Batmobile and Riddler and Penguin are in their full costumes. So it's not even like full Batman, but it still feels so Batman, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I was a little worried that with so many villains, you know, Penguin, Riddler, Catwoman, the whole nine yards, even I think there was that rumor that Firefly is going to be in it. Um, juggling so many villains, I'm a little worried that they they might, you know, overstuff it or, 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 or underuse some characters. But this trailer, you know, all those worries go out the window because this just looked amazing. I actually think it'll be fine because like in previous movies where they'll try to use, like say Batman and Robin, they try to use Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bane all as villains. I think with mm-hmm. this one, Catwoman is like a anti-hero slash like foil to Batman. Penguin is just kind of there to fill out the world and Riddler is the main villain. That's what it yeah. is perceived as to me. Maybe they make Penguin a huge part of it. I don't know. But I, for me, it felt like they're just having all these different villains populating the universe so it feels lived in, even though it's very early on in his career. Which is something that I think the Arkham games did really well. And, and I like that this is doing, or, or seems to be doing something similar. Yeah. And, and then I have to, I'm, people are going to, I don't know if this is blasphemous or not, but I do think the first trailer was a lot cooler but this is still really cool but the first trailer that first batman trailer we got the something in the way oh it was so good but this one is still really good i actually agree with you i prefer stylized trailers over sort of more generic trailers um yeah 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 i i I preferred the, the style of that too just like i really loved i think that original teaser for joker um but I'm still very happy with what we saw. Yeah, no, um, uh, the part where he's like fighting the guys with the machine guns and it like lines up with the audio of him like punching them out. Oh, that was so good. It was so good. Oh, I love the, the car fire at the end where it's like walking in the shots like upside down and stuff. That, yeah. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. The MCU is making good moves and making good stuff, but they ain't got some of the visuals we get from the dc stuff like the suicide squad looked great birds of prey looked great joker looked great this looks great like they're all really shot so well and i'm that makes mm-hmm. me happy i from a, I i'm a had consistent storytelling to go with it. oh yeah i'm a very visual guy and when it comes to movies i'm i love nice. just great visuals and this is what that's the most exciting thing for me with this one just i don't yeah. know so overall, my thoughts on Phantom a week removed is that it was fine for me because it was great for me. Actually, I didn't watch any of it. And then I got home and there was like a million trailers to watch. But um, I do think it was a little bit of a downgrade on last year's, even though last year's was like messy with how they divided it. And then when they did the TV day, it like was kind of whatever. I still think last year's had a little bit more excitement than this one, but there was still plenty of stuff that was exciting. Yeah, I mean, I think they're still learning. Uh, it's only their second one, so maybe they'll do a blend of the first and second one, uh, if and when they do a third one. Um, but yeah, I, I think there was a little too much filler in this, having watched like two hours, two and a half hours, I think, of it live. I think it's just a little bit too much filler. Um, but it was still, you know, a fun experience. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I also wish they would have announced projects or confirmed projects. That was the thing, another thing that bugged me. Everything we got for the most part was just, I mean, outside of the animated movie slate, was just stuff we already knew about. And we're just getting new looks at it. 
Like I would love yeah. them to be like, yo, um, I guess I don't want them because HBO Max, every time they announce the show, they do, they do nothing with it. But I feel like it would be more official if they announced it as something like this. But them for just be like, hey, we're doing a um I guess New Gods would be the best, but like, hey, we're doing a New Gods movie or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I, I feel like when it comes to HBO Max, they sort of have everything written on one of those big, big wheels that they sort of spin on game shows, and it just mm-hmm. goes all the way around. And they're like, "We are doing a Bizarro one, and it's going to come out." And they spin another wheel, and it's like twenty thirty-five. Great. The thing about Bizarro TV specifically that you mentioned is that like they had an update on it in March for some yep. spokesperson was still like, "Hey, yeah, it still exists." It's like, then why not update us like ever? Please. Yeah. Just. Just give me, just kill it or the same thing with the Green Arrow and the Canaries family. They waited a whole year to kill it. Like just, yeah. just let them die or let them live. Don't dangle yeah, it for I this mean, long. At this point, I, I just like some certainty from you know Warner Brothers from DC about this is what we're doing, this is what we're not doing, um, and this is what the future looks like. Because that's what I get from Marvel. Marvel, you know, has its slate, it's got its films, it's got its TV shows, and it tells everyone well in advance, this is how the next couple of years is going to be, this is what you can look forward to, these are the things we are doing, these are the things we're not doing, and I just wish we had that organization from DC. Exactly, but yeah, I know, I'm still a DC guy all the way, I still get oh, super yeah, excited absolutely. about absolutely. this stuff, I do think there's, there's issues to be resolved, but my closing thoughts on fandom is that it was fun enough for what it was. Yeah, it's always good to have an event like this, um, even if it's remote and not an actual Comic Con that you can go to. It still felt fun to be a part of it. Yeah, like if if I had a grading scale, I would give this like uh like you know how you get like a sticker in kindergarten when you do good on a test. <laughs> I'd give him a sticker that said like uh like uh you're a star. <laughs> Like a little happy as things. condescending as that is i feel it <laughs> that's that's where i'm at so anyways thanks for listening to the podcast i will be uploading this one for sure it'll be yes. really fun and so next thanks. next time we will have less technical difficulties <laughs> yeah i don't know what we're doing next time but we'll do something but thank you all right we'll see you guys later thank you